Welcome back to the Wire to Wire podcast. As always, it's me, your host Yusuf. I have a real fun and thought-provoking episode for you guys today. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. So I'm sure many of you are aware of the ongoing Joe Rogan story that has taken the world by storm. Now many are accusing him of spreading misinformation regarding the current health climate that we're in, and I'm not going to call it by its name. Now I'm not here to give my take or my opinion on neither Joe Rogan or his critics, but I want to look at the bigger picture and really examine that, because I think that situation is really just a pixel on a much larger picture. Now we know that in today's day and age, society has become very polarized. There have been many topics, stories, situations, and areas of interest that have become so divided that it's become an either-or situation. Now, I challenge anyone listening to tell me any topic that hasn't fell under such scrutiny, whether that be sports, politics, music, lifestyle, current events, medicine, business, you name it. There has been a very divisive aspect to it. Now, as human beings... We like to believe that we have evolved so much from our primitive days, but the real question is have we, or are we just much more sophisticated in our approach, though our behaviors are still the same? Now as human beings, we are tribal by nature. It's in us. We have to have a sense of belonging, wanting to belong to a community or a particular group. That's why you see sports fans rally together during a game. It's why you see people come together at political rallies. Now, two people can have different ideologies, but when they go to a game, they're side by side celebrating. But at political rallies, two people can be standing side by side and they'll be in unison knowing that they share the same core values. Now, that word is an important word that's going to come up throughout this episode. But (laughs) back to the topic. It's a fascinating thing, but it's something that's in us. Now, of course, you're going to have your outliers and your anomalies, but I'm speaking from a more general consensus level. And this all leads to what I want to discuss in this topic, which is about echo chambers. Now, we hold certain values or beliefs on a wide range of topics, and we like to be in spaces or consume content that feed into our way of thinking. And we all do it, and we're all guilty of it. We join certain clubs, watch or listen to certain things, follow certain accounts, all because we want to reinforce our beliefs and our understandings of certain things. Because after all, what's better than being right? Now, I'm not a psychologist or a sociologist, but I've read extensively to have a general understanding of these things. So if someone like me can have this knowledge, then think about the knowledge that's possessed by marketing experts or political advisors or programming directors that directly utilize this type of knowledge when coming up with strategies to fulfill a certain agenda. They understand that people see things a certain way, so they create campaigns or trends to create that cult-like atmosphere. Now remember when there used to be Team iPhone versus Team Samsung or Team Android? Now every side had advocates and companies like Apple and Samsung took advantage of it. They would take shots at each other publicly and their fans ate it up. Did any iPhone user watch a Samsung commercial and want to leave? Or did any Samsung user want to switch to iPhone because of what Apple said about them? Maybe, 
but the purpose of these campaigns were to rally up their user base and give them something to get behind to create kind of like an us versus them now obviously when these companies did it they were doing it in a light-hearted way where they just wanted to have fun and make it profitable for each side but it speaks to that kind of tribalism that I'm talking about. Now we can look at it on a more serious note, and we don't have to look any further than this Joe Rogan situation. Now we've been fed certain medical narratives that I am not going to discuss in this episode. You can listen to the previous ones if you'd like, but there are certain narratives that are being delivered. And on the Joe Rogan experience, he has guests, or he has conversations with those guests, that deliver messages that seem to go against the grain or against mainstream narratives and now we're seeing the reaction so he may have credible scientists that join the show and immediately gets dismissed as misinformation but is it misinformation or are people just upset that mainstream views aren't being discussed on that platform now i don't want to make it seem like it's only happening with this situation because it's something that has been going on in society for quite some time and this is just another case where that polarization is once again rearing its head. But the question that I ask to you guys is this. How can anyone effectively learn, debate, empathize, understand, or improve if we're constantly in echo chambers? How will we get the full understanding if we're only listening to one side? Now think about it like this. Part of what makes a great lawyer is that they not only have their defense in place, but they come up with rebuttals to what the prosecution might present or say. So knowing both sides of something allows for us to get a better picture. And then from there, we can exercise judgment and discernment on what this information actually means to us. But we need to have the courage and willingness to hear people out. And this is something that I'm constantly reminding myself of. And I want to share it here because I think it would be useful. Now, just because you're listening to something, watching it, or you're hearing it, it does not mean you have to agree with it. You can just listen to the information and use your judgment and your thoughts on it. Now, getting out of echo chambers and hearing people out can actually help you more than hurt you, but you have to allow yourself to do so. You can learn new things. You can also get a better understanding on what direction things are going and you can find ways to navigate the world better. Why do you think some businesses have a tougher time to adapt than others? Why do you think ratings are dropping significantly among mainstream media outlets? Because they're preaching a message that doesn't necessarily align with the people. But what's happening is the people in charge of these companies are themselves in echo chambers and are out of touch with reality. A good strategy would be to invite Joe Rogan on one of these platforms or these networks and have a conversation with him about what he's trying to do. They can get an influential voice like Joe Rogan to bring some attention to the mainstream outlets and the mainstream outlets can also give Joe Rogan some attention as well. Everybody wins. It's a win-win. Now there's nothing wrong with having deeply held views that are important to you. Listening or hearing a differing perspective doesn't invalidate yours nor does it mean that you need to change your beliefs or opinions. All it does is that it exposes you to the different views that people have, and it'll teach you how to deal with people that have different views than your own. And I'm guilty of this sometimes too. I personally don't like arguing or going back and forth with people that see things differently. 
because one, it is very rare to have an argument with someone that will change their views or come around. And secondly, I just find it to be an energy drain. And I told myself that the best way to avoid draining my energy is to just stay away from people who see things differently. But I've come to understand that life doesn't always work that way. Now, I don't have to defend or uphold my views to anyone, nor am I responsible to even argue or defend the views that I have. I can simply nod my head, listen, and keep it moving. At least I'm opening up my mind to understanding that there are people who might think a certain way that's different from mine. And that is okay. I'm just exposing myself to it. That's all. Ultimately, it is up to us what we want to do with that information. And I agree, not all information is good information. So that goes back to what I said about using judgment and discernment. Now, I'm not saying to hear everything and everyone out. I'm just saying, don't trap yourself in your own bubble hearing what you want to hear. Judge the information and decide accordingly. But to want to silence or cancel someone because they're going against mainstream narratives, especially when it's on complex topics, to me that's juvenile and ignorant, to put it lightly. Anyways, that's enough on this topic. We'll take a quick break and I'll be back with more. So I came across a clip of Skip Bayless. He's a TV personality on Fox Sports 1's Undisputed. He previously worked on First Take at ESPN and departed the company in 2016. And in this particular clip, he discussed telling his wife, Ernestine, that on their first date, she would always come second to his career. He also said that he never had kids because he loved sports and his career way too much. And he felt that he couldn't be a good father when he's so busy with that. Now, I'm not here to comment, criticize, or make judgments on him or his personal decisions or his life choices. I just found this topic to be interesting on so many levels. So like I do on this show, I'm going to use this topic as a springboard to a larger, more interesting conversation. So let's explore. I wouldn't urge any man who's on a first date with a woman to bring up the topic of marriage or having a kid. On first dates, you want to keep it fun, light, focus on the conversation, and establish your appeal early on. Now, it's good to discuss your interests, but let it come naturally in the flow of a conversation rather than making it a point of emphasis. You want to listen more than you're speaking, and you want to make sure that the conversation is on point. Now, if you do what Skip Bayless did, I promise you'll run the girl off. And if a girl brings up wanting a marriage and kids with you on the first date, then just run for the hills. Now you're probably wondering, well, Yusuf, it worked for Skip, so why wouldn't it work for me? Now that's a good question. And this is where context and variables matter. So there's a lot to unpack here, and I'm about to. So the first thing is this. She worked as a producer on the show Skip Bayless was on. So she knew him already. She knew he had money, fame, and his own show. He was the man on set, and she worked behind the scenes. So she knew he worked crazy hours, and he stuck to a specific schedule. So from that aspect, there wasn't much to reveal. 
It's not like a date with two people who have no idea of each other or know very little of each other. There was a strong sense of familiarity there. Secondly, they met later in their lives. So I believe they met in 99 or the early 2000s. So by that timeline, he would have been either in his late 40s or early 50s. And she would have either been in her late 30s or early 40s, as they have an 11-year age gap between them. But either way, by that point, they already had their fair share of experiences, and now that they're much older, they would rather be direct with each other and straight to the point, rather than waste each other's time and play the game that us millennials and Gen Zers like to play. And I'm in my late 20s, and I know the game. Had she been younger, like in her 20s or early 30s, I doubt she would go for that. Now, I personally would never do this, but I'm not in that age group, so there's no need for me to. So there's that aspect. And also, they both shared the same values. Again, they both worked at ESPN, so there was that familiarity like I mentioned. Now, I'm sure they had casual conversations about whether or not either of them had kids, and I'm sure they both mentioned that they didn't have any. So he felt comfortable in telling her that he didn't want kids because he knew he was talking to someone that didn't want children either. So it's easier to make statements like that when you know the girl is on the same page as you. And values when it comes to dating and relationships is so important. And we'll discuss that more in the next topic. So... The decision to having a family is a personal choice, and that is up to the people in the relationship to decide amongst themselves. Now, I personally believe that you can be successful, give it your all, and still be a great parent, but it takes a lot of work, effort, discipline, and sacrifice. I also believe that having kids can be inspiring, and it can actually light a fire under a person to go harder after their goals or to make things happen. And that's just the understanding that I've formed based on conversations that I've had with people who've done it and from things that I've read and watched. But I'm not here to tell anyone to have kids or to not have kids. I'm not here to invalidate Skip Bayless's experience or his justification. People do what they want to do, and that is up to them. You gotta respect all choices regardless. So what I want people to take away is this. Be transparent with the person that you're with or the person that you're talking to. So as a dude, you want to find out what page she's on. And as a woman, you want to find out what page the guy is on. And you want to do this to make sure that you're not wasting each other's time. Now, obviously, you're not going to discuss these things on the first date. But as you ease into things, it's good to get the real details on the things that matter and that both sides need to know. So that way, both parties can make the best decision possible. You want to make sure that the values are aligned. This was something that I found interesting, and this is where it led me to. So we'll take a quick break, and I'll be back with more. So in the last segment, I discuss values in relationships, and I want to use another case study to illustrate my point. So Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are going through a tumultuous divorce. And again, I'm not one for celebrity gossip or things like that. 
but it does serve as an interesting background to a much larger conversation. So when we speak about values, it's important to make sure that both parties, men and women, that we are carefully vetting the people that we bring into our lives. We must establish boundaries and make sure that there is an alignment of values, especially if you're planning on taking them serious. Now, nobody is perfect, so we'll never have 100% of the things we're looking for. But it's up to us to determine what are the negotiables and what are the non-negotiables. So, with that being said, Kanye was married to a woman that lived a large portion of her life on reality TV and social media. So how can you be upset or surprised when your daughter is on TikTok with her mother? And with Kim, how can you be upset that Kanye is in the public airing out your details? Have you not seen the stuff he was doing well before you guys met? Like, come on. How can either of them be surprised at one another's actions? Now, obviously, like I said in the last segment, you gradually ease into these conversations to identify these things, but it is important to address them. And I remember one time I was reading that Kim didn't like Kanye running for office or his Republican-leaning views, and that started the downfall of their marriage. Now, these are the types of conversations that need to be had. If politics is that important to either person, then have that conversation to make sure that your views align or at least try to understand the full extent of their views on specific issues to see if it's something that could affect a relationship in the future. These are important things to be aware of moving forward. It's really a deep, extensive thought process to consider, especially if there's going to be children involved or plans to have children involved. The reality is that children will spend more time with the mother and the mother's family. So as a man, you want to make sure that the children will be in an environment where values will be upheld and they will be in an environment that's conducive to their development. Women should also take the same approach with men. Regardless of if you're together or not, that should be the expectation of both sides. But with Kanye, according to his tale of events, it appears that that's not the case and that he's discovering hard truths about Kim. It also appears that she's learning hard truths about him. From my vantage point, none of this would come as a surprise had they been more diligent with each other. But hey, wisdom is learning from others, right? Now this is what I've learned in my perspective, and I'm just sharing it with you guys. Now that's all I got for this episode. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Wire to Wire podcast. Be sure to share and subscribe. You can also check out all of my books, including my latest one, Quarantine Thoughts, available at all major retailers. You can also follow me on Instagram at Yusuf underscore A official. Until next time.